0: well we finally reached the end this is it the world is done after this no but it feels like it feels like it deserves
1: to be over at this point i i
0: am kind of rooting for it
1: yeah, have you seen that shit? That's like a whatever person in the Mayans who said 2012 would be the end of the world actually got the one and the two mixed up. And it's actually 2021.
0: We we'll, we'll save 2021 for the end of this episode. I think I I want this episode to be pretty 2020 based. I I think my New Year's resolution. I guess we could talk about that later too. We'll get we'll get to all of those things. But welcome back. This is, as you can tell by the date, the last episode of 2020. Where we get to put an episode in that weird stretch of time between Christmas and New Year's. That people Yeah, the time that isn't even real. And people forget even is there. I feel bad for the 26th and the 27th and 28th and 29th and 30th. Because, like, ain't, ain't nobody care about those days.
1: The, the, those days are just described as the void.
0: It is a pretty much a like a four or five day void of just nothing. You do get break during that time, though.
1: Yeah, but it's like, what, what happens during that time?
0: Absolutely nothing. You know, you just sit in there. Yeah. But welcome to the end of 2020. If you're still alive, you made it. Congratulations. I uh, hope you're ready for the copy-paste year that is 2021.
1: At least to, to start. I think, that, I think this time next year, things will be
0: better but maybe until you said that
1: yeah yeah true i guess i could should have kept my fucking mouth shut
0: um so last year if you remember when we did the uh actually we did this pretty late last year it was like the second episode of 2020 we did this but we did like a year review this time we're gonna do it before the year ends because we felt like you know it was the best thing to do, and we 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 just want to parade twenty twenty being over, before, I mean, as soon as possible. So I mean, I'm
1: I'm ready. I'm ready for this shit to be fucking
0: behind us. Yeah, it was a horrible year, and honestly, you're probably sick of hearing that because, like, everyone's like, even even like companies are like, yeah, twenty twenty's over. Yeah, twenty twenty was so bad. Yeah, listen, we get it. It's it's corny to listen to. It, it was a horrible year so we're what i want to do uh to bring up what i was saying a little earlier about resolution is i i just never really want to like i'm not going to forget 2020 but i never want to like catch myself just bitching about it in 2021 and beyond like i get it it was a horrible year but i want to move on
1: yeah that's fair yeah at some point you just kind of have to Face the music and be like, yeah, you know, it sucked. But at the same time, like, let's grow up a little bit, you know.
0: Yeah, but while while we're here in 2020, I'm going to let myself bitch about it.
1: That's perfectly fair.
0: So last year we did, like, our favorite stuff and least favorite stuff of that year and of the decade. Well, we didn't do a least favorite of the decade, but we did the least favorite of the year. We're going to do that again. Not as many categories. I feel like we maybe overdid it <laughs> we, we maybe we did some categories that didn't really like make sense in terms of what we do but this time we're gonna do that again but before we do that i kind of just want to like you want to i, I want to reminisce a little bit about 2020 i mean there was a there it was because there was some good i feel like i mean there's definitely objective good for me in my life, I don't know. I can't speak for anyone else, but there was definitely good times. Like,
1: it wasn't an an all bad year. Like, the negatives definitely outweighed those positives by a lot. But you know, to say that nothing good happened this year would be a a farce. You know, like there was a lot of good stuff that happened this year. A lot of really good stuff, honestly.
0: What was your what What would you say was very good stuff? Um.
1: Uh we, we we replaced Donald Trump with uh older more senile Donald Trump. Uh, that wasn't terrible. Uh okay, maybe not really good stuff, but there were positives, you know. overwhelming.
0: I, one thing about this year, and I think I I've I've probably like shown it before. I I know I have, but one thing about this year is that everything just seems like everything just seems like it was so long ago. Like I look at things that happened like 3 4 months ago and I'm like that was 2020? Like yeah, no shit it was 2020. It was like 3 months ago.
1: Yeah. And then you look at shit that happened at the beginning of the year and that doesn't even feel like Oh it yeah,
0: like shit that happened in like January that mm-hmm. doesn't even feel fucking real anymore. Like it, it it time feels like it got stretched like a lot. Cuz like I remember I was at school and like I looked back at shit I did and like when I was at school, like the beginning of when I was at school, like the first few weeks and I'm like, "I was at school for that?" Yeah. Like no fucking shit, moron. Of course you were.
1: I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like it happened.
0: It it sometimes it just doesn't. Sometimes this the the amount I feel like it's because the amount of time that passed feels like it feels doubled because of how much shit has been coming on. And it's been a lot of bad. I thought 2016 was the worst year I've ever seen objectively. But nah, this is like... 2016 is a fucking great year compared to this. 2016 is a wonderland compared to 2020. And 2016 sucked.
1: Yeah. But 20, 2016 had, did have a lot of things going forward as well. But, I mean... Sports were fire that year. So yeah, they were. So were movies and music and shit like that. But... Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like, I guess it's a, a, a life lesson, you know, and no matter how bad you think things can get, they can always be worse.
0: <laughs> Great
1: lesson. Yeah, it sucks, but I suppose it's true.
0: I mean, I 2020 was weird, man. And I, like I said, after this, I really don't want to, like, continue talking about 2020. And it's like, yeah. I I'm not just going to, like, I mean, I literally cannot. Forget shit that happened but i can certainly move past it just you know g- grow
1: beyond it be the better
0: man be the better man be the yeah be the bigger man compared to a year i feel like it's getting corny because like yeah everyone had a shitty 2020 walmart we don't need your ads
1: yeah i mean you know capitalism will always find a way to make money off of our
0: ideas so i mean for i see so many ads about it now like yeah target i get it 2020 sucked drop the ps5s <laughs> yeah
1: i'm just i'm I'm just waiting for uh midnight on new year's for uh that you know espn or bleacher report tweet that's like 2020 finally over and it's a lebron gift
0: <laughs> it, it probably would be i mean
1: it's it's inevitable at this point
0: they're, they're gonna incorporate the chase down block somehow yeah, it's going to be like 2021 to 2020. Oh, my God. And I I mean, we'll save 2021 for the end, our predictions. Maybe we'll time capsule it and look back at it this time next year. That would work. It'd be interesting.
1: Yeah, but knowing me, it's like how many of those can I possibly, how many predictions can I possibly get, right?
0: I, I mean, it's hard for anybody to properly predict a year, you know. Like, no one, no one going into 2020 was like, yeah, I think there's going to be a global pandemic.
1: <laughs> I mean, shit. There was that guy in 2013 who tweeted, like, what was he? He was, was like, coronavirus is coming. He I mean, was just seven years early, but, like, still. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Yeah, I've seen that before. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know how the fuck to feel about that one. That's
1: just, you know, that's time travel.
0: Plants. Time travel theory is interesting. And it'd be great to talk about but this episode like i said is a is a 2020 kind of a 2020 lockbox i mean if you remember the like most how do i put it the biggest event from each month i don't think many of them will be positive no because january is probably world war three or kobe dying neither of those are very good uh february would probably be like uh oh there's covid it exists um actually we knew that in january but february it became more real i would say march is like oh oh okay we have not nothing has been good since march i think april april is just lockdown may is pretty much just lockdown june is just lockdown july is just lockdown like nothing even happened in those months cuz we were locked down august august I mean still really locked down now I don't remember shit that happened In any yeah, of those like months We went to school I suppose It's not a fucking national event Although it was, going back to school Was pretty national a lot of schools did um, So I guess August would be going back To school September I, <laughs> nothing. I mean, October, nothing October pretty much nothing November the election In December nothing. Nothing really happened so, really, shit did not happen at all.
1: This, this year is literally the, the embodiment of the what if it
0: was all a dream meme. It's just like, did anything really happen? I wish this shit was all a dream. It'd be a horrible fucking dream. Yeah, but actually call those nightmares. That is a good point. There is a word for that. Um, But, yeah, 2020, it was dog shit. We know it. And after this episode, I don't know how many times I could say it, but, yeah, we're probably going to be done talking about it I promise that not much left to talk about anyways (laughs) we're just going to get our fuck 2020 licks in and be done with that so we have like I said the categories to go over I think since 2020 was bad we're going to do worst first so Raza what was your least favorite album you listened to that came out in 2020 it honestly it might have been the latest submission,
1: which was whole lot of red, whole whole lot of red, was genuinely atrocious. It was it was genuinely terrible. It was so bad that I tried to listen to it twice, and I couldn't get through either listen.
0: You didn't finish the album at all.
1: Yeah, because I started like I listened to the album. I tried when Under Night came out to do it from front to back, but um. I couldn't because it was so bad. And then everyone on Twitter and all my friends were like, oh, no, dude, the second half of the record is where it's at. So then I tried listening to the second half of the record, and I was like, nope, can't do
0: it. It, just... it was it was not where it was at. No, not, not even
1: close, not even remotely close. So the latest submission might have been the worst of the bunch.
0: So I actually don't have an answer because I don't really listen to music no i don't not listen to music but i don't listen to a lot of new shit and i certainly will not go out of my way to listen to new shit that's not good um so i don't have an answer for the worst album that came out in 2020 although i have heard i would say i've heard mostly bad things about a whole lot of red like i've I've seen obviously the dick riders say their piece about a whole lot of red but i overall people who i trust that listen to music or the new shit rather yeah they don't they don't like a lot of red that Justin Bieber
1: record was pretty fucking garbage uh Green Day came out with this album earlier in the year like pre-COVID that was so but the whole lot of red was the only one I truly believe was just you cannot listen to it it's impossible to listen to it
0: alright Raza what was your least favorite movie that came out this year that you saw So, I didn't see many movies this year
1: for obvious reasons. But, again, this is another late submission. Uh, The worst movie I saw in 2020 had to be Wonder Woman 1984 Um, because I only saw, like, so many movies this year, right? Like, of the movies I saw that came out in 2020, uh, all of them, if not, most of them, if not all of them, were, were really good except for Wonder Woman 1984. It was really bad. Like, really bad. Which is really unfortunate because the first one was really good. But, um, yeah. I only saw maybe like three or four uh, full-length feature films. And Wonder Woman 84 was just really, really bad. I don't know if you've seen it or not. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. I'd recommend it for one watch just so you can say, like, yeah, I watched it. But uh, it was not good at all. It was very disappointing. Of the movies that came out in 2020, that's the worst one. I don't know if it's the worst movie I saw in 2020, but yeah. I mean, you just said it was. I I mean, like of the movies I've seen in 2020 that could have come out in any year. Because I saw a lot of those. But even then, I still think this is the worst movie I saw this year.
0: I definitely have that beat. My pick for worst movie I watched that came out in twenty twenty is Hubie Halloween. Um, oh, I, I I forgot you watched that. Now, I will say Hubie Halloween was okay. I watched it drunk off my ass, so it was kind of funny. But objectively, not a very good movie. I it just it just reeked. It wasn't good. I, I, Same, I mean Sandler's I, best movie since Uncut James. I think it's his only movie, right? Has he is it? I think it might be his only movie since Uncut Gems. The thing, the funny thing about Uncut Gems is that it's actually fucking good. It's very good. Like, Sandler doesn't do good movies that often. He, I, I don't know why Sandler even did that role. That is not a role Sandler does. But fuck, he actually did pretty good. I think that was just like a, yeah, I actually do have talent, so shut the fuck up role for him. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, Hubie Halloween is that classic Adam Sandler stinker. So, plenty of them to go around. Yeah, they're all plenty. There's, there's hours worth of Adam Sandler stinkers. There's probably days worth of Adam Sandler stinkers. All right, Raza. What is the worst meme this year? What is your least favorite meme of 2020?
1: Well, there were there were a lot of memes um, this year. And I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of them reek the shit. You know, the emergence of TikTok, I wouldn't call that, call a lot of TikToks memes, but, you know, TikTok obviously produces a lot of trends that are very unbearable. But in terms of just, like, Twitter or other social medias, the worst meme of the year, it's a tough question. I really hated those, you know, the the guy in the corner at the party memes. Uh, It's like, oh, they don't know I'm this that and the other or something like that uh i didn't like i didn't like those ones at all there was the one that was like a, it was like linkedin facebook instagram whatever it was like the different corners of the screen and it's like this is how i pose for each one or whatever that one was pretty stupid
0: i rem- I, I remember it faintly
1: yeah i honestly think that was the worst one the the guy at the, at the guy at the party
0: I hit the party. I definitely have two worse ones. I could not. So, for my two picks, I literally couldn't pick between these two because I hate them both so much. And for me, those two memes are the ratio and burner accounts. I. Sw- these. They fucking reek. They make Twitter almost unfucking usable. Like, especially the, burner accounts. Saying ratio? You're not a big what? Albert guy. Dude, ratio is the, I, I, at first, I didn't mind it. At first, it was like, all right, whatever, that, that person ratioed them, haha, ha, whatever. It has gotten to the point where it is fucking just, it's every fucking tweet on a big account. It's every fucking tweet. is like, who ratioed who? <laughs> like, go fuck yourself. And burner counts, all right, burner counts have always fucking reeked, but I feel like so many of them popped up this year. And they just think like, "Oh yeah, this is good content." I fucking hate every burner, every single burner account. I fucking despise. Even the Stephen A. Smith burner. Yes, even Steve. He's the worst one.
1: You don't find it funny at all. No, not at all. Let's get a fucking personality trait. I think some of them are funny. None. I think at least that one.
0: None of them I mean, are that's funny. That's the thing zero of them are funny Stephen a smith burner at first maybe but that dude is literally it's the same fucking thing over and over again dude that
1: that fucking magic johnson burner is so bad dog like
0: yeah that one that one's not good there's a family guy one that one he's a brought in hell
1: yeah like peter griffin burner or something like that
0: there's just fucking like they be fucking making like tony snell burner like dude this can't be what you're doing
1: Oh, yeah, this isn't a burner, but the Aaron Baines fan account, like, that w- Yeah, up. that.
0: Yeah, that one needs to fucking go. That shit got like, old two years ago. Yeah, let's, just, let's, let's
1: grow the fuck up a little.
0: And if any of them find what we just said, we're fucked. But, like, I'm standing by that opinion.
1: I mean, I, the only burner I got I got real love for is Steven. Smith, but I can understand uh, the other shit. And the ratio stuff, I guess that's just, like, little kids being little kids on on Twitter, isn't it? it I mean just it used to be
0: shit. it used to be now it's it's got lot of fucking control you look at every every account- every tweet under like a bleach report e s p n tweet any any big account it's just like it's people trying to fucking ratio each other how is this funny? it's funny to them they're kids I, I some of them are like i I don't know how many of them are actually kids if it's little kids or if it's like fucking fifteen sixteen year olds yeah sure whatever but like like there's like you'll be like twenty seven years old trying to ratio people under Bleach Report.
1: Bleach report? Can they, can I have any bleach report for the worst meme of twenty twenty?
0: Bleacher report Is I mean, bleach report's just a shit website.
1: It's they're so bad. They they've they've lost touch with reality. It's embarrassing. Did
0: they did they ever have it?
1: Probably not, but I mean it's, oh, it's fucking ridiculous.
0: Oh, it's pathetic. Yeah. It's it's pathetic. Bleacher Report is terrible. I mean, I don't really pay attention to what any of those big, like, sport accounts have to say anymore. Like, ESPN, who cares? They're all just shills. Sh- wow. yeah, ratio and Burner counts. I, I have a deep hatred for both of them. Rosa, what was the worst video game you you played that came out this year? And if you don't have an answer, you could just say the worst game.
1: Uh, Of the video games that came out this year that I played, none of them were bad. Because I I think it's only two, right? One of them being Animal Crossing and the other one being the 3D All-Stars. So the worst video game period I played this year was probably Madden 19.
0: Consistently?
1: No, I played one game of it. I
0: was going to say, why you play Madden 19 consistently in 2020? Yeah, no,
1: it was, it was a while ago. You know, like in the summer, you know, things were super boring, and I, I was playing games like all night with my friends, and typically it'd be like Rocket League or something like that. But one night we were like, you know, what's an old game that we could like reinstall and just play for shits and giggles? And one of them was Madden, and the latest Madden that I owned was Madden 19. I don't know why I ever bought it, but apparently I did. Uh, and so I, I re-downloaded it, and when, that is that game is the definition, the textbook definition. Of unplayable. It's genuinely not playable.
0: Yeah, I mean, most modern Maddens are just not playable. It's it's fucking, it's terrible.
1: Like, man, it was really, really bad. Really bad.
0: I have a very clear-cut answer for this. My answer would be easily Cold War. Um,
1: really? The worst the, game of the year?
0: The worst I played. Okay. Dude, the game reeks. Like, I literally don't want to play COD anymore. Like, as a franchise, because of how bad this game is. Like, it's just... It's just not fun. I'm stunned that Treyarch made something this bad. It's just... It's just not... It's not what this is about, man. It's just not what COD about. And it's just... It's bad. It, it is... It's, it's bad. Yeah, and you That's already you know, know when the saying.
1: next COD comes out, people are gonna be, like, you know, in the replies or quoting the trailer or whatever, going, Real COD
0: back! Let's go. Yeah, it's every it's every year. The only time they didn't do that was with Infinite Warfare,
1: which was, I suppose, warranted. I don't know.
0: It was warranted because that was the third jetpack game, and people didn't want jetpacks anymore. I'll tell you what, though, I would take another jetpack cod over what they just gave us because this cod is it's not good. I, I
1: I haven't heard much about Cold War. I thought that you know maybe it was okay, like better than. I mean, wasn't Modern Warfare not bad? Modern Warfare was,
0: in in my opinion, Modern Warfare was very stale. And the only thing it really had going for it was Warzone. And this COD is no different, but really worse. I mean, you're not hearing much about it because, I mean, not a lot of people are even giving it the time of day. I mean, there are, are, uh, obviously, COD's going to have a player base forever. I don't really understand why, but they will. So like you'll always have people playing the games but it's like it, at some point it's just it's just too much like this game is terrible this game is objectively shit like it's just not good and I don't know I I just hate it it was by far the worst game I played this year and it did happen to come out this year as well it, it's just I don't know maybe it's just maybe it's just I've grown past cod like maybe maybe i'm just not that anymore like i'm not a cod player anymore that's perfectly fair i think that's been coming for a long time i mean the games just aren't fun it is what it is at least to me i feel like a lot of people share my sentiment at least with cold war but i don't know maybe maybe i'm just getting old maybe it's me maybe i'm the problem
1: they just don't make them like they used to
0: (laughs) they unironically don't i know that's a boomer ass thing to say but yeah they really don't make cod like they used to so, Rosal, now we're going to get into the positives of 2020. Now, we got the negatives out of the way. It's time to talk about some of the good things that came out this year. What was your favorite album?
1: So, I, I'm not sure if I have a favorite, right? But there are, because it's so hard to pick them so many great albums. But my favorite, uh, it probably comes down to about three favorite albums of the year. So, one of those being... After hours by the weekend, right? Just a great, a great album, all all killer no filler. You know, it, it came out like the start of quarantine and stuff like that, so it was very you know good for the time. And um, it it was just it was great. It was everything I wanted out of a weekend album. The second one would be Future Nostalgia from Dua Lipa. Uh, it honestly might be my just lone favorite record of the year because it was it was so good. Everything I wanted out of a Dua Lipa record, it gave me like some of my favorite songs of the year. Uh, it was one of my most listened to albums of the year, and uh, I still listen to it regularly. I, I loved it so much. And then the third was a little bit of a late addition to the uh to the bunch i think it was like either october november or something i think it was october but i'm I'm not quite remember but uh positions from ariana grande uh not her best work but you know it's ariana grande music so i'll I'll still eat it up and um it was you know every song on that record is good I, i don't think there's anything very like outstanding but it's it's a record of all only good songs and uh If there's anything that could have made 2020 more bearable, it was uh, an Ariana Grande record, so I enjoyed it very much. An honorable mention would be Eternal Take, but those three records are my favorite of the year, favorites of the year.
0: Well, I actually can make a decision, and I did pick one to be my album of the year, and it was one of the ones you mentioned, it was After Hours. After Hours is objectively the best I, I I may or may not have had more fun listening to Eternal Take, um, but I don't think Eternal Take aged as well as After Hours has. Although I think it's I'd, too early to tell. I mean, at least at this point. But I I really liked After Hours. I thought it was great. Um, I had a I had a fun time listening to it, and uh, I miss her.
1: It's dead ass. That's literally the. It's, it's the I miss her album.
0: So Raza, I think I know your answer, but you gonna you're gonna have to tell the viewers. What was your favorite movie that released in 2020?
1: Well, again, of the like, you know, three full-length feature films that came out this year that I watched, the best of them all had to have been from Daddy Nolan. Uh, Tenet. I got the chance to watch it a couple weeks ago uh, when it came out on digital. Um, I was originally supposed to go see it in theaters, but I. I realized I, I bought my tickets, and then I realized how fucking stupid of an idea it would have been to go to a theater uh, this time. And so I was like, "I'll wait until it comes out on digital." When I when it did, uh, I watched it, and it was it was pretty good. Um, not not the best Nolan film, and not the best film, you know. But the new ideas that were presented and everything were very, you know, thought provoking, and it was another one of those like. Uh, the credits start rolling and your brain has exploded. It was it was a very enjoyable, a very enjoyable time. Uh, John David Washington is great in it. Uh, you know, he's great in everything, pretty much. Everyone else does a great job. And it was a very, very enjoyable film. And I'm very excited to watch it for a second time whenever that time comes. So, very easy. Well,
0: I never got on Tenet. I never had the opportunity but out of the movies I did watch in 2020, I'm going to give best best movie nods to The Five Bloods. I really had a fun time watching The Five Bloods. I definitely think it's better than anything else I watched that released in 2020. I I just enjoyed it. I thought it was a good time and it was I I thought it was very well put together. It's a very interesting take on Vietnam movies. I've never seen a movie like this. And I mean, you know, when you watch a Spike Lee joint, you know, that's going to be something very interesting. So uh, I'll give that the nod for best movie. It's a good nod. Rosa, what was your game of the year? I mean, I'm pretty sure we're both going to have the same answer for this, right? Maybe. All
1: right. Well, my favorite game of the year was absolutely Animal Crossing New Horizons, even though it's been a very, very long time since I played it. When it first came out, it came out really at the perfect time right when things were starting to go to shit, you know, but you could just boot up your Switch and you could listen to that calming music with the beautiful, you know, animation and your cute little villagers and stuff like that. It was just, it was such a perfect gaming experience. And we hadn't had an Animal Crossing in so long, so it was so nice to finally be back playing a new Animal Crossing. You know, everyone on the timeline and on social media was playing it as well, and it just became this kind of small cultural phenomenon, but the game itself was so much fun to play. And even though after, you know, kind of quote-unquote beating the main story, there wasn't a lot to do, um, the entire experience was just so much fucking fun. And I played it for so, so, so long. It's a very easy choice for me to give that the, uh, the game of the year. Yeah,
0: and I'm in agreement. Animal Crossing really carried Quarantine. I mean, I would say for a solid two and a half three months i was playing every day
1: yeah me too Um,
0: i mean just like at the start it's like tarantula farming and like just building shit it was it was great i i don't know how else i would have gotten through quarantine without animal crossing and i mean i have played no other game more on my switch than animal crossing it is by far the most played game even still yeah I don't think any other game is 100 hours plus and Animal Crossing's got about 230. I mean, that shit, like, I was playing. I was playing every day. I was tarantula farming. I was building bridges, moving houses, getting fossils, setting up shit. Like, it was just a fun time. And, like, it was the whole time I'm playing it. Like, everyone got on it. Once quarantine started, everyone, you know, everyone that had a Switch, they got Animal Crossing. Everyone was playing. It was fun to see everybody getting together for it. It was just a very good time. It was awesome. I mean, it was just it was just a phenomenal game. And, I mean, I think the fun... Like, looking back on it now, the turnip struggles were hilarious.
1: Yeah. People trolling each other with turnips.
0: Oh, my God. Going on the timeline, be like, Yo, at E&M Cusick, got 650 turnips today. Yeah. Go go DM him for the dodo code. Yeah, DM for a dodo code.
1: It was one of those ways in quarantine to uh to like interact virtually and it was so cute and it was so great so beautiful
0: did it did it age perfectly like did people stop playing it yeah but i think we need to give it its flowers for what it did for those like three four months i mean yeah, it really that, it, it it's it just it saved again. day I mean, what a good timing like you said it's been so long since we got an animal crossing i think it had been what six seven years
1: uh i think it was seven
0: and to finally get one in a perfect time where people can spend time grinding a game that needs to be grind. Like a lot of people normally are like, oh, Animal Crossing's too grindy, it's too you know, takes too long to do shit. And and some people still thought that and was doing time skips. But it was it was a perfect time for it to come out. I think the reason I have so many hours on Animal Crossing is because I did I wasn't time skipping.
1: That's that's fair. I would time skip a decent amount.
0: But only for actually no. I never really time skipped
1: in the main story because that felt like bullshit. Um It was it was really funny though, like on release night you have motherfuckers on Reddit who were like, Yeah, I already beat the game I was like, Yeah, okay bro let screw up a little bit. But um after the game was technically over, I did time skip a bit just for like money purposes.
0: Yeah, cheating the bell system with the uh with the ups. Yeah. Hey I man, I had to I had to make a bag, you know? So finish off our well not finish off, we'll do one more thing, but what was your best meme of the year?
1: Best meme of the year. Do my own memes count? No. Alright, because fish playing soccer is a, is an iconic moment in time, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you gotta love fish playing soccer. Um, but the best meme of the year. Was Minnesota twenty twenty?
0: Yeah. That was the primaries. Be
1: because it's it might be that it's either it's either minnesota or like you know among us shit because hey among us another candidate for game of the year you didn't come out this year but you did big things in 2020 big things but uh if it's not uh, among us memes it's definitely minnesota because we've mean that shit to 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 death to all hell
0: i honestly disagree with both you mentioned i i want to give an honorable mention to the glizzy gladiator phenomenal probably the fun probably objectively the funniest one because you got you got the jokes like the fucking you know cock cop penis police that shit's hilarious so glizzy gladiator is an honorable mention but my my personal favorite meet of the year i think if you if if you paid attention to this show there's no question or even a doubt it's no brim no brim was objectively the funniest to, to me i think no brim being extremely funny to me like it is is a testament to my sense of humor completely dying but objectively that video is fucking hilarious at least the original i mean a lot of the uh the memes off of it have been pretty fucking funny too but yeah yankee with no brim definitely my pick for meme of the year
1: it's a good pick i know how much you love that meme you and rvp going back and forth about that shit and it was really funny, like no doubt, it it was really fun.
0: It wasn't funny, past as a certain, I mean, I'll still laugh at one. But like, I know now, it's like it's you know, it's an old meme. You
1: no, know, the, the, all the memes that came from uh, the last dance, I think, were pretty funny as well. Even though that's not a singular meme, I do think that it, it was it was pretty funny. It's so hard to keep track of all the memes in a single year, you
0: know. It is to wrap up our best of twenty twenty. What, what was your favorite moment of the year?
1: You know, it's hard to, hard to pick one amongst uh, so many great uh, moments, you know. But my favorite moment of the year, sheesh. My favorite moment of 2020. I, I don't know if there is one. Nothing exceptional happened this year. Not, not for me, at least. Yeah. Not, nothing really happened this year that was a, a best thing for me specifically it was just kind of shit happened you know and, and that was that i it's kind of sad to say but i really don't think i had a best moment of 2020
0: damn not a single moment i mean it's just not not one that i can think of you know which is
1: it's 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 a damn shame like you know the beginning of 2020 was kind of just eh you know um the time i spent at school before covid was kind of just eh uh, and then when after we got home and Uh, the entire quarantine was just eh. Uh, And going back to school, nothing really happened. And in the time I've been home for Christmas break, nothing really happened. So I can't say that there is a standout moment of 2020 for me.
0: Well, I guess for me, if I had to pick my favorite moment, best moment, probably going to school for the first time, seeing the campus. Yeah, I can imagine. It must have been awesome.
1: It's nothing quite like experiencing, you know, not just being at school, but like the independence of it all uh, for the first time. I can imagine how that must have felt. Probably must have been awesome.
0: I think there was a lot of mixed feelings, but it meant a lot finally settling into a new place for the first time. 2020 was rough, though. I think I think because of how much of a roller coaster it was for me, that's what made it worse. It, it It's not that I couldn't handle it. It was hard to keep like kind of changing on a dime and reacting to things.
1: It's not, it's not the easiest thing in the world at all, but um, once you kind of get used to it all, I suppose, it, it becomes a little easier.
0: It was a little difficult to um, keep getting used to things, but eventually I got a grip. But yeah, 2020 finally being over, man. So nice. I cannot wait. I mean, technically, when you're hearing this, will be one day. Well, I mean, you'll have the 30th and 31st, so I guess technically two. But congratulations if you made it through 2020. It was a wild
1: ride, but we finally made it.
0: Now I guess we can go to our what we think 2021 is going to be like. Actually, we'll start with what do you want 2021 to be like?
1: I want it to be better, but in what sense? Uh, you know, if, if we can, you know, all get... We're not all because maybe that's not possible. But if many of us can be vaccinated and happy and healthy and stuff like that, that would do wonders for society. Um, you know, we're going to have a new administration here, and if they can, you know, not be total lunatics, that would be fun. If we as a society can continue to come together instead of being push- pushed further apart, that would be great. And there's a lot that I personally want to accomplish in 2021, but, you know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. You know, I'm still I'm still vibing, so... I'm looking forward to it. I think this is a year that has a lot of potential, and uh, all we got to do is go and realize that potential.
0: Now that you've given your um, post-loss press conference as a coach, what do you think 2021 is going to be like?
1: I think it will be better, but it's like we've said so many times: like it's it's not going to be like you know it's going to be midnight on the first, and everything is going to magically be wiped away. Like we still have a lot of work to do in um, getting. Covid more and more under control, getting as many people vaccinated as we prob- as we possibly can. And uh, just trying, you know, day by day, week by week to, to try and get things back to normal. It's a difficult task, but I think, you know, the people that are being tasked to do it are up to the challenge. And so I think at some point in 2021, we'll be able to definitively say, like, things are getting a lot, a lot, a lot better. At least I hope, and if that doesn't happen, well then you can fucking blame me for it. But I, I have I have high hopes for what twenty twenty one can bring.
0: I think I want twenty twenty one obviously yeah to be better. That's a bland statement. I just like to see things get more calm. I feel like the last few years under the, you know the Trump administration, things have not been calm at all. I think we've been we we we've been in this constant state of you know you're my enemy. I want to say that should end. I mean, I I definitely will say it should end. Will it? No, of course not. But I I hope people will start to be more tolerant and just make things better for everybody in 2021. And obviously that's a hope every year. It's been a hope, you know, every single year America has been a country. And I I, want to say we're getting there. That would be kind of a lie though. But I think... I, I, I want, rather, 2021 to be kind of like a coming together sort of sorts. Like, once we can. I think it's going to take a little while for COVID to go away. We'll probably still be going... We'll probably still be battling COVID pretty far into 2021, if not the entirety of 2021. I do think COVID will be put under... I At least I hope COVID will be put under control in 2021. Under an administration that has... Hopefully, some level of competence, and I obviously everyone wants to believe they do have some level of competence. I want to be shown that personally, but yeah, I I just hope it's a, I just hope it's a nicer, more calm year. I just want it to be. I will take one of those years that you just kind of forget happened at this point. Like I'll take a year that's like, oh yeah, twenty twenty one. I don't really remember much about it, but I don't remember anything bad.
1: Right. I'll,
0: I'll take that. Is that the year I'm gonna get? No. But I would accept that if it did happen. How I think it's actually going to go is a little different. I, Like I said, we're going to be dealing with COVID pretty far into this year, no matter how optimistically you view it. Hopefully the vaccine is distributed well by a, a better administration. I think that's really the biggest thing. I think really this year is going to depend on how far we get into it with COVID. If COVID lasts longer than eight months in 2021... This is going to be a really bad year. If co- if we corral COVID by like May or June, I think this is going to be a really good year.
1: Yeah, I'd consider that to be a
0: success. Do I think COVID will be corralled by June 2021? Optimistically, yes. and reality, no. Maybe in other places around the world, but the U.S., I mean, I'll be honest. I have no faith in the United States in terms of its civilians or government. I mean, look at the anti-vaxxers. You see them. It's a hard thing to do. You know, we're asking a lot because we need a lot. The truth is we haven't gotten really shit. I mean, we got this, you know, $2,000 COVID check on the line right now. Which, will it be passed? I don't know. Probably not. But, like, even if we get $2,000, we still have... P- people are dying. Like, $2,000, I mean, that'd be, what, 3200 in nine months from the government and there's people around the world getting paid some people that a month other people are getting like 1200 a month americans got the shit end of the stick don't get it twisted that is really the politicians fault every politician truthfully not every politician but both parties for sure i mean there is truthfully no reason a two thousand dollar covid check should be shot down if it does get shot down i mean that's I mean, that's a GOP's fault. And I don't even know... Like, it's not even clear if people like me and you get it who are dependents still, but... I mean, they,
1: they, there is a possibility of a bill being passed that even adult-dependent college kids can get $2,000, but that's never going to get passed. That's just not happening.
0: I mean, like, even because, like, like, trust me, I could definitely use $2,000. I mean, we didn't get the first ones. We've brought that up before. I mean, we didn't even get considered. I, d- I just don't understand... Why shit has to be so bad. It really doesn't. But maybe in 2021 under a new administration, we will maybe get something resembling of a leadership. I mean, look, man, these last four years have reeked in terms of like, or not last four years, but since Trump's been elected, nothing really good has come out of it. I mean, truthfully. And people will say economy and shit, but like if you really pay attention, that was not done by Donald Trump, but don't tell them that. I don't know. I I know it's gotten political, but like that is going to be a big deal in 2021 is how the government treats us. That will be a definer of how 21 goes. Yeah. I mean, if we're, if we're treated like this again in 2021, a lot more people are going to be in unsavable situations. A lot more people are going to be in trouble. And I mean, it's already in the millions. I mean, so many people already need extreme help. And if we don't get it, in 2021, those people are not going to make it through another year of this. So how how the government reacts to COVID and people needing money, that is how 2021 is going to be defined. And can I say for sure it's going to go well? No, I can't. I, I don't know. I'm just going to hope it does. That's really all I can do. Well said. How about we wrap up this episode? Actually, I, I did say I'll give an update when I watch Spirited Away, and I did. It was a, It was before the Demix episode, so I didn't go into it. But I did watch Spirited Away, and I did say I'd update. It, it's fucking good. I watched My Neighbor Totoro, too. That was fucking good. Yeah, it's very cute. movie. I definitely appreciate Miyazaki's work. It's very good. I watched 2001 as well. Yeah, final. 2001, man, Jesus. It's just incredibly beautiful, but also kind of creepy. I 2001 is definitely creepy. That ending was like. It was really a self-interpreting ending, which is fucking wild. I don't know if I've ever seen something like that before. Like, it's bold to make an ending with no meaning at all, especially something like that. Like, a movie about the creation of man. To make it. To make an ending that means nothing but whatever you give it is fucking insane.
1: Oh, just what Kubrick did, man. The way he crafted some of his endings. It's just like. At the end of a Kubrick movie, you really just think to yourself like am i real is anything real
0: i mean there's a few kubrick movies i don't get that feeling for like full metal jacket i watched recently i'll be honest the first half of full metal jacket is a fucking masterpiece the rest of it is kind of just it's just war movie it's nothing special like it's not bad it's just like basic war movie um first
1: half definitely carries
0: the first half is fucking unbelievable what else? There's some Kubrick movies I don't particularly like. Like, Eyes Wide Shut, I didn't like. I was,
1: I was just about to say Eyes Wide Shut.
0: Eyes Wide Shut, I didn't like. Um, I watched his, like, first ever. Th- I don't know if it's first ever, but it's, like, super <laughs> old shit. Uh, not very good. I, there's some I'm missing, but the three classics, The Shining 2001 and Clockwork Orange are fucking phenomenal. Like, the the endings of those movies, I get what you're saying. Like, those yeah. shits are like, am I, is like, this, what it just happened?
1: Yeah, The Shining ending is one of my favorite movie endings. Have you ever seen Doctor Sleep? No, I never, I never got around to it.
0: You can now, it's on Max. I might check that out. It's good. I actually, it makes me like The Shining more. A lot of people gave shit to Doctor Sleep, I think, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, 2001 though, no. Jesus Christ, literally. There's just so many things that take in with that movie. And it's so visually stunning. Like, it came out in the 60s, and it's better than, like, 99% of movies I've ever seen. Yep. Like, it's it's not fair. <laughs> we literally had not landed on the moon yet when he made that. It is it is unbelievably good. Like, visually. I mean, the movie's phenomenal, the story's great, but visually it is... I, I don't know how he did it. With the camera? Yeah, it certainly was with a couple cameras. I think we can wrap it up, though. We can we can leave the leave the film talk for another time.
1: That's a wrap on twenty twenty PPS. That's crazy. We made it.
0: It's a wrap on twenty twenty, really. Um we're not gonna be uploading anything else in twenty twenty, obviously. So this is it. Word to Michael Jackson. But to sign it off, I'm it's B Riz, i t. s b. r. i z. z Raza is Raza U underscore. ProPod show is the podcast Twitter and we will see you all in 2021.